Welcome to the SMB Community Podcast with your hosts, Amy Babinchak, James Kernan, and Carl Polichuk. Produced by and for the Small Biz Thoughts community. We're dedicated to making every IT professional a successful IT professional. Still entering data into QuickBooks Online manually? Stop wasting time on non-revenue generating activity. Gazinta Mobius is the leading sync tool between ConnectWise Manage and QuickBooks Online, trusted by over a thousand MSPs. Not just invoices and payments, our newly revised expense report sync gives you complete traceability of charges to company credit cards and makes employee reimbursements easy. Visit gazinta.com slash Mobius for demos and pricing. Hey everybody, James Kernan with Kernan Consulting back with you today. Got a special guest and we wanted to welcome everyone to the SMB Community Podcast. So I am psyched and super pumped. I've got a good friend lined up here, super talented man, uh, Mr. Dave Scott of Dave Scott Digital Marketing. Uh, Dave, how are you doing today? Doing well, James. How are you, sir? Doing great. Doing awesome. great. So where where are you uh, where are you located today? We are we are in tropical Fargo, North Dakota. And when you say <laughs> tropical, if you've ever been to Fargo, you know that's the furthest thing from the truth. That always gets a laugh from people <laughs> exactly. when I say that. <laughs> but it's home. It's home. I'm a Minneapolis boy, born and bred, Twin Cities kid, many a Minnesota kid, but uh, moved here a few years ago for work. All right, fantastic, cool. So I know a lot about you, but maybe the audience doesn't yet. So Dave, if we can, let's kind of go back in time. Tell me what, what got you into the industry or maybe, you know, maybe you started your career in, in marketing first before you got into the tech space. To tell me a little bit more about your history. Yeah, you bet. So long before the days of here of Tropical Fargo, I, um, I spent the first 10 or 15 years of my um, career in corporate America working for big brands like Best Buy, Circuit City. California closets and Verizon corporate. And so um, all through the late 90s, early 2000s, mid 2000s, that's what I did. And really cut my teeth in a lot of leadership roles, marketing roles and sales roles. Um, back in 2011, 2012, I left corporate America to become part of a tech startup. It was an e-commerce consultancy way up in Northern Minnesota and Two Harbors, Minnesota. And uh, signed on with my best friend and college roommate as his uh, partner. And we grew the company from about a quarter million dollars in revenue annually to just sub um, somewhere between two and three mil in annual revenue in less than 18 months. So we saw J-curve hockey stick growth, which uh, my economics professor in college would be super impressed that I actually remember what that was. Um, <laughs> but we, uh, we got out and sold it. And um, I spent some time just doing some e-commerce consulting and work with some EDI firms, both uh, here in the U.S. and based internationally. Um, one company was based in Utrecht, Netherlands, which is a suburb of Amsterdam. And, um, and then met the guys at Connect Booster. Ryan Goodman and I have known each other for a long time. And so I got plugged into him way back in 2013, 2014. Did some very high-level marketing consulting for them. And, uh, and then they brought me up to Fargo, moved my family, lock, stock, and barrel. And from the suburbs, beautiful suburbs of Minneapolis to frigid Fargo, tropical Fargo, as I call yeah. it. And so I was the CMO during some of their highest growth periods from 2014 to late 2017. 
and um, and then I set out after they had uh, one of their minority partners pass away of cancer. Joe Cresswell passed away in October of 2017, and it was just very emotional for me and profound. And and I just needed I knew I needed to get out. And um, I actually was supposed to uh, become a partner of a channel consultancy that did not work out, and so I just continued selling marketing services until then. And it's taken off to the point where we're at today, where we have four um, part-time and full-time employees. And uh, cool. we're all spread out among the Midwest, mostly here in the Twin Cities and um, in Fargo and and just have continued to grow Scott Digital Marketing. And so here we are. All right. Well, congrats on on that journey. So yeah. um, tell, me, tell me a little bit more about the business today and, and what marketing is such a general term what, yeah. what does marketing mean to you? What do you do for organizations? Yeah. So our tagline is at Scott Digital Marketing, which we're about to rebrand next month into Scott Growth Strategies. So you're actually the first person that I've announced this publicly to. Um, but we, you know, we do a lot more than just digital marketing. We really want to do a lot of sales and marketing coaching for business leaders who struggle with it and don't understand what it is. Right. And then we're also going to be branching out into um, just product growth strategy services. And a lot of what we do is based on two things. It's based on the framework of SVP, which stands for um, specialization, verticalization, productization. That was a concept that Vern Harnish had uh, created many, many years ago, talking about how to sell professional services in terms of making them something tangible, which is easier for your buyer to buy and easier for your seller to sell, your sales team to sell it. Yeah. And it was something that really um, Reed Warren and Mike Harvath, when they were together at Revenue Rocket, could talked a lot about with their clients. And, and both of those firms are um, customers of ours today. And so we really feel passionately about um, digital marketing um, in terms of helping businesses get beyond just the standard, hey, build me a website, create me some pretty copy. It's a lot more than that. And so we practice it based on two disciplines. We follow SVP, specialization, yeah. verticalization, productization. Then we use the story brand process, which is based on human buying psychology. Most other channel marketing vendors, as a matter of fact, I don't know of any, um, practice the story brand methodology. They have really low quality copy that's just old and dated and templatey and just ugh, gross. It's all fear-based tactic stuff. And by and large, the buyers of managed services and project-based services, whether you're selling break fix or managed services, they don't want that. They don't want, want stuff you get some, from some sort of producer's club. They don't. What they want is um, copy that's based on, you know, their actual feelings and human buying psychology. And so the beauty of story brand is based on that seven step framework. And so we have really uh, grown our consultancy using that over the last few years and it's worked out great. But our tagline is really saving technology businesses from wasting money on bad marketing and bad growth strategies. And that's the number one complaint from all the prospects and uh, tech IT services firms we talk with have, which is, hey, Dave, we've wasted a crap ton of money on bad marketing and bad sales and bad growth strategies. We're hoping you can help us be different through that. Yeah, exactly. Now, when tell me a little bit more about the services that you provide. Do you create content for people? Uh, do you help them put that together? What, what does that look like? Yeah, we're basically your outsourced marketing firm. So we handle all of your marketing and sales from soup to nuts. So we're not your outsourced sales team. Like we don't do that. We're not cold calling or managing um, call centers or anything like that. But we're your outsourced marketing arm. So our goal is really to come in, handle all of your digital marketing from your messaging. Is it clear, compelling, and persuasive? We have a process that we take your marketing and your website through called the grunt test. And the grunt test was something that was invented as a part of the story brand process too by Donald Miller. 
And it's really where you take your laptop and you put it in front of a caveman, you go to your website, and in five seconds or less, you can shut your laptop or turn off your desktop monitor. And a cave, that caveman should be able to tell us uh, three things through the grunt test process. They should be able to tell us what it is that you do, what life is like after you work with them and where they go to buy more or learn more about your products and services. In 90%, I would say probably 95% yeah. of the IT service firms that we work with, whether they're SaaS, because we do work with some SaaS vendors in the channel. We also work with channel vendors, not just MSPs. And the bulk of it is IT services firms and MSPs. But 90 plus percent of them um, fail that grunt test. And if you're failing that test, you you're losing. And we don't want you to lose. We want you to win. And so as a part of that process, um, we handle all of your outsourced marketing. So they outsource it to us, which yeah. as a firm is going to save them about 30 to 40% on their annual expenses, because if you're pumping, you know, two, three, four, five grand a month, six grand a month into payroll, that's what 50, 60, $70,000 a year. And that's what an yeah. MSP should expect to pay a salary for a full-time marketing person inside of their company. And I would say probably 50, 60 grand is on the very low end, the cheap end. Right. So right. if that's the case, what, what's 60 divided by 12? Um, I'm not a mathematician. Five. It's five, five K. So if you're spending 5K a month on payroll for a marketing person, odds are that you're going to be spending, um, they're not going to be able to do that all by themselves. So they're probably hiring an agency to do graphic design work or copywriting or email marketing work or email marketing consulting or paid ads, right? So you're probably not just spending money on payroll. You're probably spending money on payroll plus this junior level marketer that you're paying 50 or $60,000 a year to is probably going ahead and having to hire outsource some of their things because they just don't have the skill set or talent to do those things. So exactly. all in all, you're probably spending somewhere between five to $10,000 a month gross on your uh, overall marketing spend. Whereas you hire a company like us, it's not going to cost near that amount. Um, in some cases, in some cases it does, but you're getting a team, right? You're getting uh, a leadership team who aren't college grads who don't know um, email marketing, who don't understand SEO and who don't understand the principles of good copywriting. You're getting a team of people who can expertly lead your company and help you scale and grow to becoming a small firm to somebody that's very professional where your ideal buyers want to buy from you, not just look at you as some mom and pop shop who operates out of the basement of your grandma's house, right? So that's a, a lot of what we do is it's really outsourcing a lot of those pieces to us. Okay. So you, you've hinted at this a little bit already, but how, how have you seen marketing, traditional marketing change over the past five to 10 years? You know, what, what, do, what do firms need to do moving forward a much better job of? You know, oh, gosh. Yeah, that's such a big question. Um, yeah. It changes a lot, you know, and that's the, that's the beautiful yeah. dynamic. And that's why I love what, what I do every single day. And we're so passionate about it is it changes so often. So yeah. just take the pandemic as an example, right? Nobody would ever predicted a year ago that, flatten the curve, we're only going to shut down for 14 days or 30 days would have turned into six to 12 months worth of, you know, sheer terror and misery for our country. And right, and it doesn't matter where you live on the opinion spectrum or the political spectrum of whether or not you think the pandemic was real or not. Um, people died and bad things happened, right? And not just bad things happen to people, bad things happen to businesses, bad things happen to commercial real estate, bad things happen to real estate vendors, bad things good. The only good thing was that the government got bigger and banks got wealthier, right? So that being said, nobody would have been able to predict that. So you can't use the same marketing disciplines you did a year ago that you can today. There are certain states that are still shut down. 
Michigan, New York being a couple of them. You can't do, you can do in-person appointments in those states, but it's a crapshoot. It's like 50-50, right? It's not like in Florida or North Dakota or Texas where you, or Arizona where you can now go into those businesses, have in-person appointments, actually hug people and see them face-to-face and, <laughs> and have, a, have a good conversation or high-five them, I should say, if you're hug-averse. But yeah. my point is a lot of the digital marketing tactics and just marketing tactics in general of the past just aren't true today. I feel bad for people who live in call centers, not that, and I'm never going to say one specific discipline or tactic is dead over another, because I think that's foolish. But what I will say is if you're running a call center, working a call center, if I try to call into a hundred person manufacturing firm or a dental practice or medical practice, the chances of me getting a hold of somebody inside the business are again, it's 50, 50 at best. So you've got people that are calling into um, VoIP telephony devices that may not even be hooked up for remote employees, right? So that telephone call might go to a mobile device and who knows if it's not set up correctly, right? So my point is a lot of those older um, tactics are, are um, they're not dead, but they're just dying. Direct mail is foolish. I would not ever spend money on direct mail because a lot of businesses, because they're not in, in office full-time yet, they might be getting back to the point where people are working inside of your business, but because of people are remote so so often, you're relying on direct mail, which might be completely dying by the vine. And so a lot of those marketing tactics are dead. And if you hear marketers that tell you things like to invest in those things, I'm telling you, they're just wasting your money and they're out of touch with reality. What we focus on are the principles of just good old fashioned messaging. And if there's ever a time where words matter, it's today, right? It's in the hypersensitive culture that we live in societally. And it's really about focusing on just using good pragmatic um, copywriting practices to clarify your messaging and understanding who you are, what you do. And again, the value of what life is like working with your business. So copywriting is huge. Um, Email marketing, you'll hear, I heard yesterday on a a podcast from well-known channel marketer who said email marketing is dead. And I just almost fell off my chair. That's quite possibly one of the dumbest statements I've ever heard from this person in the channel. And the reason it was such a bad statement is because what I said a minute ago, there's no tactics that are 100% ever dead. But I will say that if there's ever been a tactic that's more powerful in today's post-pandemic or pandemic world that we're living in, email marketing is it. Now you'll hear people say, well, now I get more emails twice in my inbox than I ever got a year ago. Well, that's true. That just means you have to be smarter and sharper in your email marketing tactics. You have to use better subject lines and more edgy and creative nuances to get people to actually open your email inboxes. But those are a couple of big trends that we're seeing, just good old fashioned messaging, copywriting, email marketing, and then just spending time um, being consistent doing those things. And then the other things I mentioned earlier, um, while they're not dead, they're definitely dying by the vine. And, you know, I'd question whether or not a lot of old school marketing tactics are ever going to come back, especially in the pandemic world that we're living in. Yeah, exactly. It brings a whole new meaning to the the new normal, right? There's, it does. Uh, and I hate new- that phrase, but there's value in that phrase. To your point, you're spot on. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, hey, I wanted to ask... I have heard you say this before, and I always get a chuckle about it. So let's talk about this for a minute. Why is it easy to hate sales and marketing? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it's easy to hate it because so many people get it wrong and do it wrong. And I was, I used to get it wrong and do it wrong. And there's still a lot of things I do right and do wrong today inside of sales and marketing. Right. You know, I was a big fan of before organic was the only way organic, having organic content creation methodology was the only way to grow your brand. And now with the pandemic, I'm seeing that you have to have a paid ad component to that, right? And I've never been a big fan of just flushing dollars down the toilet or spending money um, 
uh, on paid ads, unless you have really have a good goal in mind and you're working with an expert. Um, but you know, those are some things that I've done it wrong in the past. I will say in terms of why people hate it is because so many guys and gals do it wrong. And it, it has nothing to do with selling cybersecurity services. It has nothing to do with bucketing your suite of services. It has nothing to do with pounding the pavement more and getting in front of more eyeballs and, you know, pumping more money toward paid ads or SEO it has nothing to do with those things. It has everything to do with going back to the foundation of which your business is built on, which is your messaging. If you don't, if you confuse, you lose. If your messaging is clear, you win. And if there's ever been a time, again, going back to the pandemic stuff, that messaging is uh, so important. It's today. So you have to understand what you're selling and apply the process of SVP. And there's a reason why guys like Robert Urjavec and guys like, um, uh, you know, the, the Rockefellers and the Tony, um, uh, the Tony Robbinses of the world. And there's a reason why these big names have been so successful. It's not just because they're charismatic and fun and enigmatic and, and energy filled and you want to be around them and passion filled. It's because they get things right and they clearly communicate. Right. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. that goes back to specialization, verticalization, productization. You've got guys all over the IT channel who've been preaching this for years and God love them for it because it's still true. And so if you don't learn to specialize, meaning specialize in a certain thing, like we are experts in, I don't know, owning our own data center as an example, and we uh, verticalize in these, this industry or this one or two or three industries, and then you productize it, meaning you sell it uh, and you get two recurring revenue through managed services. If you're not doing that, you can have the most kick-ass, awesome email campaigns, Google ad campaigns, direct mail stuff in the world, and it's not going to matter. And so just going back to, you know, what I said earlier about hating it, that's why people hate it because a lot of IT business owners are just getting through the day and which I can empathize with. Right. And they're just, I mean, just keeping up with your email inbox is a bloody challenge, right. And let alone trying to think about how to scale my business through a process called SVP or, or process like story brand. They're not thinking about that. So I empathize with a lot of small guys because it's really hard just to get through the day operationally, but the short answer is you have to, in order to survive and keep your yeah. health, you have to get beyond the point where your company's a lifestyle business. Otherwise it's going to run you into the ground and kill you to death through the stress and lack of sleep and, and the busyness of the day. But if you make the mindset shift to get to that point where you can um, grow and transform your business, you absolutely have to engage an expert who can help you understand how to clarify your message and how to apply a process like SVP to your overall business. And that has nothing to do with marketing disciplines. It has everything to do with your software suite, who you are as a company, what verticals you service and the message that you're and the value you're trying to tell them. Yeah, me messaging is so critical. You said something a moment ago, I just wanna highlight because it, it is spot on. It, you said, if you confuse, you lose. And you're exactly right. <laughs> I, you know, Inside my community, I've said that gazillions of times as yeah. you go through, you know, your pitch, you've got to make it simple and understandable and, and really relate what you're doing back to the client's needs, but it has yeah. to be simple. And yeah. all too often, you know, there's a lot of smart people in the channel, right, that overcomplicate things because of their intelligence. Just make it simple. Uh, you don't want to confuse uh, your prospect. That's the worst thing you can do. Yeah, exactly. And that's one of the things, you know, when I was a CMO at Connect Booster that really propelled us to a lot of growth is because a lot of our messaging was very clear about what our tool did. Now, early on, it was messy, but we were trying to figure it out, right? And it's like, man, extend a little bit of grace and understanding to 
um, a company who's trying to figure it out. And I always love the armchair quarterbacks. Don't you, the guys who are like, yeah. well, if your messaging so clear, send me to this company's website or take a look at my stuff. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to take a look at their stuff and have you do the comparison, you know, and get in a verbal judo battle. Cause that doesn't make any sense. If your messaging sucks, it just sucks. And you have to do something about it. And you can, it's just, we choose not to, cause we're just, you know, as humans, stubborn and hardheaded and we like comfortability rather than growth by getting beyond that comfortability. Um, you know, case in point was as Connect Booster grew, our messaging became clearer and clearer, and we were constantly evolving it. It you never your marketing and sales should never stop evolving; it should always be evolving. And and it's because again the the dynamics change. You know, just again the pandemic example, right? Some of the right. tactics that you would have tried a year ago, you can't do today because they just they don't work. And and also some of the tactics that we try today may not be relevant in two years. You know, just take like paid ads on Facebook or Google. You know, there's one of my counterparts in the channel who does a lot of paid ads. And he's like, you just need to spend $5,000 a month on paid ads or a grand a month on paid ads. And I'm like, no. And he's always talking about the Facebook algorithm and the Google algorithm. Those algorithms don't even exist anymore. It's now AI. And AI is not one algorithm, it's a bunch of algorithms, right? And yep. so those algorithms are changing. That AI platform is changing. So launching paid ads to drive traffic to your site or to drive eyeballs or engagement to your stuff is another reason why business owners, IT owners hate um, good sales and marketing because they try the same tactics over and over again, and they don't understand that it needs to evolve just like other pieces of your business. Exactly, exactly. Well, good, 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 good. Uh, so I, I know you're out and about quite a bit and your organization has a lot of cool things going on. Tell me a little bit more about what incentives you have available for our audience. Yeah, so we um, we have a process we call the marketing audit or marketing assessment. And what the marketing audit does is it just evaluates all of your sales and marketing from soup to nuts. And we cover six different things in the marketing audit. We take a look at your marketing strategy or lack thereof. We take a look at the technical pieces of your marketing, like the back end of your website. We'll take a look at things like your social channels um, and just take a look at your, your um, do a copy score and a copy review and a quality score of all of your copy that you're creating on all your different marketing channels. And that's right now, we got it for 50% off to all the listeners. All they have to do is just get in touch with me, just shoot me an email at dave at scottdigitalmarketing.com. And I'm sure you'll pass this information on the show notes and just put in the subject line marketing audit or MA for short. So just marketing audit abbreviated MA, just put that in the subject line and, and we'll get you that 50% off. We don't share the cost publicly because um, we've been burned a few times by that. So just know that it's 50% off. It's one time, it's low risk. It's not a million dollars. It's not five or 10 grand or something silly like that. Um, it's very, very low cost. And again, it just gives you a pragmatic understanding of where you are and helps you show a plan of where you need to go that's proven that will get you the result that you've always dreamed about but aren't getting today while avoiding some pain during the process. Fantastic, fantastic. And I think you've got some books available too, right? Yeah, so if anybody wants, so we, again, I mentioned this earlier, we follow the process of story brand and there's a book called Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller. It's the best freaking book I've ever read about how to clarify your message and how to grow your business using words and using good pragmatic sales and marketing strategies and tactics. So anybody who wants that book, just shoot me an email. It's not my book. Again, we just give it away for free because it's awesome. Um, and there's another book called The Rebel's Guide to Email Marketing that was written by two friends of mine in my industry. And so if anybody wants um, either of those books, just shoot me uh, an email to the email address that I provided earlier, Dave at scottdigitalmarketing.com and just put book in the subject line. That's it. And we'll send you a copy 
of either uh, building a story brand by Donald Miller or um, the Rebel's Guide to Email Marketing, and then we'll we'll go from there. All right, fantastic, awesome. Thank you for that. Uh, our audience loves incentives and, and resources like that, so I'm sure you'll get plenty of uh, plenty of messages. So, yeah. so Dave, above and beyond your email address, what what other ways can people communicate or reach out to you, or do you want to just funnel it into your email? Yeah, you can reach out. You can find us on Facebook. Just Google Scott Digital Marketing. We're the only Scott Digital Marketing on Facebook, and I'll provide you the links afterwards too. We're on LinkedIn. We have a professional business page, YouTube page, and a uh, LinkedIn page. So I would say just follow us or get in touch with us through LinkedIn. You can just search for Scott Digital Marketing or um, obviously go to Facebook and you can find us there. And otherwise, you can find me everywhere pretty much on Instagram, Twitter, et cetera. I'm at Dave C. Scott. Fantastic. Awesome. Well, I could talk for hours about sales and marketing, uh, even though your comment earlier about hating sales and marketing, I'm, I'm used to that. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, I know. With the operations uh, side of the house, being in the tech space for so long. but it's so uh, hard, isn't it? I know. <laughs> Dealing with those battles time, time and time again. But hey, I, I really appreciate you being on the program today. Uh, good stuff. Um, I will catch up with you soon. And uh, again, thanks for being on the program. Yeah, thanks for having us on the SM Community Podcast, James. We appreciate it a lot. All right, you bet. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to the SMB Community Podcast. If you found this useful, interesting, or fun, please subscribe, share with your friends, and give us a thumbs up on your favorite social media. Please check out the show notes at smbcommunitypodcast.com and give us your feedback.